What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Extra Point Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. Tommy Buns here with Sully and Jones. We're back after a little little hiatus around the 4th of July. Took a couple weeks vacation. First couple weeks that the uh, pod has missed in a, over a year or so. You know, we were due. We were due to eventually maybe miss a couple weeks here. And we did. We took it around the 4th, but we're back. We got a ton to talk about because the last time we spoke was before NBA free agency started. And since then... There has been a ton of things that have happened. Uh, obviously, the biggest ones, Kawhi to the Clippers with Paul George being traded there from Thunder. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving signing with the Nets. We have um, the Celtics signing Kemba Walker. Al Horford going to the Sixers. Tons of moves. Jimmy Butler to the Heat. What do you think was the biggest move of NBA free agency so far? Uh, I'm going to have to go what the Clippers pulled off. I mean, Woj broke the internet at 2.45 a.m. on a Friday <laughs> night in the, on a holiday weekend. Like, that, that is difficult to do. And he did it. Um, I think Kawhi, you know, Kawhi brought true balance. He had the chance to really... It was going to be the Warriors again, like, for the next three to four years, um, just in Los Angeles. And he... He really brought balance to the league. There's legitimately eight to ten teams that could win the title next year. And that hasn't been true in 15, oh, 20 four. years. Yeah. Maybe so four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's it's good. I'm I'm excited for the NBA season. Um, despite not having the most fantastic offseason my Knicks, but um, you know, it's there's just a lot that could have gone so differently uh, to really not make this offseason great as a general NBA fan. Um, and luckily I think it worked out. I, you know, there's so much movement, so many different players are changing teams, but no one really like stood out. No one, you know, no one made a super team. Everyone it's, it's the, the age of the duos again. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It is. I mean, it's usually people equate the, um, the player movement to, uh, you know, super teams and this year it was the complete opposite it equated towards more parity people hate movement people hate the per the guy that leaves the team that's not a true team player and this year like you said there's so many there's so many like i'm going through the western western teams and there's seven like six or seven great teams like the rockets and warriors maybe the seven and eight seeds like how is that possible they're normally the one and two seeds and and they're you know, Warriors got a little weaker. The Rockets are pretty much the same team that's been around. And, yeah, I mean, Kawhi, I mean, I, I'm just so interested to learn more about this guy, Kawhi. Like, does he love the attention? I, I don't know. Like, does, Yo, he, he straight talks. played the Lakers. I'll tell you he that. Played, he played the entire, <laughs> he played the entire NBA. Like, he had, like, if the Clippers didn't do, you know, fulfill his request, he was going to the Lakers, but he was giving the Clippers every opportunity to make that. And once they did, he took it because he didn't want he didn't want to be the most, he didn't want to be hated. No one hates Kawhi unless you're a Spurs fan. And some, some don't, some do. Unless you're an ignorant Spurs fan. Um, you know, you could, you didn't hate, no one hates him for winning in Toronto. People like him because they took down the Warriors. You can't, but if he goes to the Lakers, then he joins up with LeBron, one of the most hated players. Anthony Davis isn't too well well liked right now because he's with LeBron, and that'd create a super team that's possibly strong. I mean, Kyle Kuzma is your fourth guy, so Kyle Kuzma could put up twenty a game. And he's your fourth guy, so I mean, it would have just been so uncharacteristic of everything we've seen from Kawhi up to this point in would, his career. It would, and he he went there because you know I think in large part because of trust. He trusted the Raptors, which was their only chance of keeping him. They let him miss 20 games last year, something the Spurs, obviously, he never had the distrust with the Spur, with Spurs and Pop. So he goes he goes to the Clippers, who are now run to a T and are run by Jerry West. And, you know, Doc Rivers really proved himself. Those are two guys he can trust. Um, and I think that's what the decision came down to. So. Yeah, I mean, I think it's clear he, he always wanted to be a Clipper. 
Like from yeah. the moment, yeah, we, we always knew. We from always the moment he decided he wanted out of San Antonio. Butler, we'll go to the Clippers. Yeah, I had him and Jimmy landing in in yeah. the Clippers for a long time. Um, just because Jimmy is like Mister LA, and this whole Miami thing, I feel like came out of nowhere. Like I think it's a, yeah, a it's fine reason. I under I understand why players want to go to Miami. Like I totally get it. But I just we hadn't heard a fucking peep about it until no, I think I think him and Wade always knew about it. I think Wade knew about it. And he kept it under wraps because I know you know they're obviously friends from when they played on the um, the the Bulls together. And he like he tweeted him a couple days before he like you know uh, said something about it a few days before the actual move. And that kind of when most people obviously thought of smoke screens, but but I mean when you think about it, where he he grew up, where he's played Minnesota, Chicago, he's played a lot of the northern, colder cities. So I mean I'm sure he just wanted to you know. Hit South Beach, you know, in the nice weather. He's from and he's and he's from Texas, so he's 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 he was accustomed to, you know, the you know the southern you know temperature, and he hasn't he hasn't been there. He went to college in Marquette, always has been in the north. So, you know, he probably wanted to you know get back to that you know summer love and you know that nice sun and 80, deg- 80 90 degrees in Miami. Can't really blame him. I mean, I'm glad to have him as a Heat fan. We gave up Josh Richardson. Tough loss. People sad. Most of the league doesn't know how good Josh Richardson is as a complete basketball player. One of the b- better two-way players in the league. Great, def- best defender on the Miami Heat. Put give you 15, 16 a game. Few assists a game. Really well-rounded team player. Awful to lose him, but we get rid of Hassan Whiteside, who's a huge cancer. Um, that guy in that contract, twenty-five million a year. So all so gross. So I'm glad to get rid of that. In the end, I like the trade. In the end, I, I mean, I think we definitely make out well on that trade, for the most part. Gave up one first rounder, but what are you going to do? You need to get rid of Whiteside. Yeah, you you didn't give up. Uh, I mean, it makes sense for to get Kawhi and Paul George, basically. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, it was for Paul George technically, but I mean, it was to get Kawhi too. But they traded like first rounders through like twenty twenty six. Like, they have one every other year through 2026. Yeah, the next seven drafts the Clippers don't have control of. Yeah, the Clippers, this next two to three years, because Kawhi signed a three-year, I think, hundred was it $103 million? I don't know what the he, he signed a two-plus-one. He's going he's gonna to opt two, out. Yeah, two-plus-one. I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, two, it's a two-year deal. It's a two-year yeah, deal. Yeah, so two-year deal. So this, this two years is their window. This is yeah. their window. They have to at least... They make the final. Yeah, they have to at least make... If they're going to not make the finals or win the finals one year, then they have to be competitive in the Western Conference Finals both years. Yes, because yeah, for sure. if, if they're not, if they don't show what he wants, if they don't make the release the finals or win one, he's out in that third year, and now they're stuck with Paul George, some nice role players, and no draft picks. We got we got plenty of uh, Rolls Royces that you can roll blunts in in Manhattan, Kawhi. Lou Lou Williams is staying on the Clippers, right? He said he's coming back. Yeah, Clippers no, are nice, man. At, they got top top six, seven. They they're gonna be they're gonna be dangerous. I would love yeah. uh, Sean Livingston going back there too. Oh, that would be cool. That'd be cool. I don't and I don't now, know if there's a spot for him really. That's the that's the problem because I mean, you know, they got Lou Williams coming off the bench. He really runs the point for the most part. They got Beverly starting. I just don't know if there'd be minutes for him, but it'd be it'd be a cool fit. They got they got they got Harrell, they you know Montrez Harold. They got Zubak, Zubats. They got you know that 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 Tobias Harris trade looks really good now. You know because oh got, yeah, it does. because they use some of those picks. That's the thing. They use some of those picks, and they got Landry Shamit from the the Sixers, who's a very a very underrated great three point shooter. The uh, second year this year from Wichita State, so. Um, you know they they really Jerry West everything he touches it's gold. It's it's incredible. Now what about what do we think happens with Westbrook? Do we think he ends up in Miami too? He, he's he's, coming, he, he's that. coming to the Heat. I, I it's pretty clear he's coming to the Heat, and uh, I feel very indifferent about it. I mean, I I mean I hate Westbrook so much. It, it's tough, <laughs> but I mean I can't I can't doubt that. The two superstars is a step in the right direction. Um, I mean, I, I can't get rid of we can't. I don't want to get rid of two pl- two two of the following three players: Bam, Justice, and Hero. 
and that'll probably happen. If we give up all three, it's a colossal meltdown because he's going to be making $50 million a year in the back end of that, that deal. You get you get, you get, get the two stars eventually at some point, and if we clear enough cap, maybe we can add a third possibly. That's that's the only that's the only possible real upside. It makes us a better team, a better threat, but we're obviously not a real contender per se, but we're a top you know, five-ish team in the East. I mean, we've been in the middle middle purgatory for so long. It's just anything is better than that at this point. So, and now, I mean, it's pretty clear though with what the Bucks have added and kept. Uh, they're still going to be the team. They're going to be the team to beat. Like, yeah, Milwaukee's still the team. I don't know. Right? I don't, Indiana I, I mean, though. Indiana. Indiana yeah, looking real good. I completely forgot Oladipo was out. Last season, until the Celtics played them in the playoffs, the Pacers had a very interesting. Yes, because they picked up TJ Warren, a very underrated player, but he played for a shitty Phoenix team, so his numbers are a little inflated. But they also lost uh, um, Bogdanovich. They got Brogdon too. That was a loss for them. But they added Brogdon. They did add. Oh, they. Oh my God, I almost forgot about that. They got Brogdon. Who else did they lose? They lost someone else though. Daddy is young. Tyreek Evans. They lost, they lost Thaddeus Young, who's a good player, and they lost um, Tyreek Evans for suspension. Darren Collison, their point guard. Yeah, Darren yeah. Collison. He mean he is what he is. He's replaceable. No, he's he's re- replaceable, but you know, I mean, it's it's still a loss. And then they lost Wes Matthews, who's not great too. But they lost a lot of. So what are they looking at? Looking oh, Wes at- Matthews went to the Bucks on a minimum. On a minimum deal, yeah. that's a, that might have yeah. been the, the the signing of the of the off season in terms of value. Wes Matthews made eighteen million dollars last year, and it yeah. wasn't like the worst contract ever. Wes Matthews can ball; yeah. he can he can score. He's, he's he's all right now. He's not great now. He can score. Yeah. So who, who's there? Who's there? Who's the Pacers lineup? Brent is is Brockton running the point, and then you got Oladipo. I mean, you pay him nineteen million a year. He better be running the fucking point. Oladipo, <laughs> you got you got Oladipo. Probably Warren, uh, Sabonis, and um, Miles Turner, Turner. who led who led the league in blocks last year. What? Who led the NBA in blocks last year? Nice. It's a nice team. Malcolm. We'll see how what Malcolm Brogdon can do. I don't think it's a top three team though. I mean, it all depends on what. Yeah, it all depends on what Brogdon does. I mean, I'm 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 really big on Philly this year. I think I I think I think if I had to pick a team right now, I think Philly's coming out of there. I think Horford gives them great insurance on Embiid. Uh, I think another yeah, who's guy. Their, who's their best three point shooter now? Is it Horford? That's not even a joke. It might be. Well, <laughs> that's like the thing that's going to kill them is Horford is literally their best three point shooter. Tobias Harris is a bad three point shooter. Oh, uh, yeah. But I'd say. Yeah, but Horford he went down. He shot, he, he shot the ball terribly with Philly last year. He shot like 33% when he got to Philly from three. Who else there? Who, who? What? Are, they don't have any other guards. Well, they lost Redick, who was a big three-point shooter. Well, they got Josh Richardson. Josh Richardson's their best. Oh player. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's and that's true. that's why I like that's that that's why I like what I got there too. Josh Josh Richardson. I think Josh Richardson and Horford is an upgrade over. I think. Well, first of all, I think Josh Richardson is a huge upgrade over Josh uh, over JJ Redick. Because uh, I think people just look at scoring and they don't value two-way players. Yes, he's the better three-point shooter, but Redick is a pretty bad defender, and he really doesn't do anything else. Richardson's a better passer, better team player, uh, a better overall scorer, a better defender. I think that's a huge upgrade in my book. Uh, I mean, Josh Richardson's still on the uprise. J.J. Redick, you know, we've seen his best years. And then they swap out Butler for Horford, and that's probably better for what they need. They don't need wings. They have Harris, who can, who's going to get more. T- they need another big for when Embiid's hurt or to stretch the floor so that Horford can be on the three-point line. And and he's great for ball moving. He leads the Celtics in assists, obviously, many years. He's really going to get that ball moving and, MB- and, and have Embiid more down low. I think we're going to have Embiid in the paint solely this year, not as much hanging around a three-point line. I think I don't think they liked how many threes he was taking. Way too many. I just they, don't I don't know how I feel about Harris being your like go get a bucket guy mm-hmm. in crunch time. Like Jimmy was so great at that. Jimmy like carried them through the playoffs with that and it, it's just they don't have that guy. Like Harris has never proven to be that. Simmons could be that if he could shoot, but he doesn't. He has no he's no he doesn't care to shoot. Um nor have the ability. Well, 
And I, obviously you can't – Horford and Embiid aren't in that category. It's wings and guards. Um, I just don't – you know, I I don't know if they have that guy. Maybe Harris steps up and is that guy this year with the with the new situation. But he hasn't proved – he's been in this situation before with Orlando and in the, with the Clippers, and he, he didn't do it there either. No, but I, I think Simmons – People are saying, people are saying, Simmons will improve. This is the conversation. Simmons will improve, and people say, well, he didn't improve last year. Simmons is what, 20, 21 years old? I think he's at 23, it, something like that. 24. 23, what? Yeah. Really? He's going into his third year. Yeah, so he comes yeah. in the league 1920. He's 22 or 23. Yeah, he's 20, 22. All right, he's 22. So if he makes an improvement and can, and can make a consistent jumper outside of 12 to 14 feet him and Giannis have kind of similar similar issues Simmons more exaggerated I just I, I talked about this with somebody the other day I just don't it says so much about to me about Ben Simmons the person and Ben Simmons the player that he seems to have no care or urgency to improve his shot and to make his shot well, I'm not, viable see, I'm not I'm not fully willing to say that because it's been one season the first the first injury season let's throw that out the window it's been one so, off season been one off season one off season he's had one off season and he failed to improve so I want to give him one more chance it was one off season maybe he thought he had a lot of attention he had a lot of media coverage maybe he thought I'm the shit he probably did whatever I'm dating whoever I want whatever probably got cocky now he's heard the criticism now he's heard the criticism. After the first year, it was, he'll get better. We know he'll get better. He comes back, he's not better at all. So now he's heard the criticism. He's heard it loud and clear. He's probably heard it from his teammates. Now let's see. I think this offseason will define if Ben Simmons is really going to be a superstar-type player or he's just going to be a nice player. I don't know. I just, I just, I look at Giannis, and Giannis, it took Giannis four or five years to develop a jump shot, and he works harder than any player in the NBA, and it's not close, according to everyone in the league. So yeah. I don't, I don't, I just don't, Simmons doesn't seem to be in the top hundred of players that work hard. Maybe not even the top half. And I, I just don't see it. I mean, he's got. I would love for him to prove me wrong. He'll be dangerous as hell. Top five, top ten player in the league for the next decade if he can create a jump shot. We're not even asking a crazy amount. Hit thirty six percent, thirty seven percent. Like, be be yeah. average. But he's not even ta- like we're not talking about a guy that's like shoot like Westbrook shooting like twenty nine percent and he can you know he's young he can get better like Dennis Smith Jr. shooting shooting thirty two percent like this guy's so far be behind all of those he's he's the worst three point shooter in the league arguably I mean there from a talent perspective not from his percentage is zero he's never hit one in his entire career Shaq is pointer. He's 0 for 12 or 0 for 13 or something. He's never hit one in his entire NBA Oh, right. Really? Yes. Never hit one. Um, and it's just like he's coming from so far behind. It's not like he's like at a certain place that's just not good. He's at a level that we've never seen before bad. And it's just, I, I don't know. I, I, I hope he proves me wrong. I hope he does it. But there's been no indication in a multiple of factors that that'll happen based on what we see, the type of person and player he is, and... Yeah, he's old for 17 from three. Yeah, okay, there you go. even worse than I said. Um, But yeah, he, I mean, he's not even taking them. Like, he, fucking have some pride, man. That's always the way I've taken... He doesn't, he doesn't seem... He doesn't come across me as a guy who's got pride in his in his work or in his... Or, I, know he, I, you know. I know from inside sources he's very... He's very, uh... Very, like... Egotistical? I don't know. I don't know. Egotistical, yeah, that's a good word for it. Very egotistical, very uh, way too egotistical and way too high in his horse for someone who has done absolutely nothing. And that's kind of what that's the vibe we get from him. And like, I yeah. know you have that connection with the guy with that works for the Sixers who obviously knows what he's talking about. And I mean, that's what you that's the vibe I mean, you get and from he, him. And yeah, and he likes him, but like, I mean, you know, when you're when you're you know. When 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 you're doing the things that he that he's done to like, like it's just it's just like you're a twenty year old kid. Like, how do you have the audacity to do this? Like LeBron and so like some of the things I know, LeBron and some of the biggest stars wouldn't even do this yeah, shit. Yeah, LeBron like, didn't do that when he was that twenty years old. LeBron was humble when he was for the amount of hype he had. He was humble for the first couple of years yeah, of his career. It took LeBron him a couple of years and, to turn into a real asshole. LeBron and Ben Simmons uh, at twenty, a completely night and day difference. Yeah. 
But you know what? Yep. LeBron's in his ear. He's, he's he's a clutch sports guy. It's he's probably fucking you know that's just product of his environment. But I mean, he's got to yeah, wake up. Yeah, and LeBron's a top top five player all time now. So you know he can be cocky. Yeah, he exactly. Can be cocky. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, and you know, LeBron's not a not a stellar three point shooter, but he's certainly serviceable. He became very good in Miami. Yeah, yeah. He knew that was the that was he adapted his game, but. Until Ray Allen came, and then he was like, ah, I don't have to shoot threes that much anymore. <laughs> he's like, we got a guy for that now. And but that's what he's doing LeBron, in L.A. He, does, he, can't yeah. play, he can't play defense anymore, so he's surrounded himself with guys who play uh, fucking both ends of the floor. Yeah, so obviously Anthony Davis, but more recently, over the weekend, I think Saturday night, DeMarcus Cousins yeah. signed a deal with the Lakers. That the is big. The minimum. The vet, I literally, I, you know why? Because he did that this year to ensure himself a championship. And everything fell apart. So he was like, oh, yeah, me, AD, LeBron, and Kuzma could definitely win a championship. Let's go. He's like, all right, KD went to Brooklyn, is out. Clay's going to be out for the year. He's like, yeah, I'll go win a championship. This is the Lakers' year. This is, I mean, if they want to do it, this is, they have every opportunity. I mean, I, I love the cousin signing. Yeah. I mean, the amount, the amount of flexibility they have with their lineups, they're going to play LeBron at the point. You know, they, they signed, uh, you know, they re-signed Caldwell Pope. They have Rondo on the bench. They have Dudley on the bench. They have, you know, Avery Bradley. They have, um, what other, they got Danny Green, one of the better, one of the best two-way guards in the league. And then, and then you know, up front, you can, you know, you can stretch the floor with Kuzma. You can play Cousins and Anthony Davis. Both can hit outside shots. I mean, the possibilities are endless. I mean, and LeBron playing point guard, which he's really never been set in stone doing, that's scary. I mean, defensively, he'll have his issues. They'll probably switch off. He'll probably have a Bradley or Rondo guard, the point guard, because um, he's, you know, he doesn't show the effort that he does in the playoffs defensively um, that needs needed in the regular season, especially to guard the little guys. But, I mean, they, they're so deep, people. I heard people on the radio saying they need to fill out the roster. I mean, the roster's filled out. It's deep. Yeah. Like, I mean, Caldwell Pope and, like, Dudley are, like, the 10th and 11th guys. Like, they're set. Like, I mean. Yeah, Caldwell, he's another clutch guy. He's a clay. He wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, he wasn't He wasn't going anywhere. But he can play. Wait, Is Brady, he off Is he off uh, house arrest yet? I don't know about that. Yeah, that was a whole sketchy situation. That was only because he was with clutch sports. He had to go to J- Go ahead. What's the breaking news? What do we got? I don't know if it's breaking news, but the ESPYs are on. And OBJ cut his hair. He no longer has blonde hair. He's like a – I didn't even recognize him at first. Yeah. Maybe is he turning – is this a sign of him turning over a new leaf? I don't know. Maybe. But, yeah, that's, it might not be breaking news. I don't know. That, I, that was – it was breaking news to me. That was pretty up. disappointing breaking news. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. I know it's NBA free agency and I'm like breaking. It's MLB trade got signed. It's MLB trade season and didn't he sign with someone already? Who? Vince, Vince Carter. Carter. Doesn't he have a contract for next no, year? No, 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 He's talking with a couple teams. I hope the Knicks sign him. I think it would be great for the young guys. Who's Is he that... talking to, Dave? Um, I've heard the Knicks. I've heard a return to Atlanta. Um I've heard Dallas's name. I've heard Boston. <laughs> Um, I don't oh, know. Be sick. Give me Vince Carter all day. If that he doesn't, if he doesn't come to the Knicks, I want him to go back to Toronto. Yes, that would honestly, and this is the year to do it. Like Toronto's not going to do shit this year. He'll get minutes. He'll get minutes too because he can play the. He can play. You know, they they need a they need someone to replace Kawhi, and I mean it's going to be OG and a new boy. I mean they're going to have you know Norman Powell. I mean Vince Carter can get more. You know, and they lost Danny Green, so he's going to have more minutes. That you know he could play two or three. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, Toronto, that would be a good spot for him to go. I think I like probably, they'll start probably start Van Vliet, right? And Lowry. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, you have to. I like Van Vliet. I think he's. I think he has a good. I, I, I don't know on an expanded role, but he he played really good in the finals. He did. He's that. He's he's that yeah. guy. He was like that guy that every like surprising finals team has, like the the Jason Terry for the Mavs yeah. team. Only he's young. That's the thing. Only he's young. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think about this uh, new shot clock rule? Not shot clock rule. New um, challenge rule in the NBA. 
that they announced the other day. That the, so what is what is the actual? Yeah, I mean, conceptually, uh, the, the idea I I, I kind of I like, um, but I don't I, I haven't seen the ground rules on it yet. Like I haven't seen what's challengeable. I haven't seen what. So like, from what I've heard, it is any time. I don't know the amount that you'll have. I don't know if it's like football where you lose a timeout if you're wrong or whatever. I don't know that those details of it, but I'm pretty sure. That it's going to be you can challenge, like, fouls. You can challenge out of bounds. You can challenge um, – there was one other thing you could challenge. But it was, like, personal fouls uh, and out of bounds are two things for sure. And it can be at any time because, I mean, in the last two minutes, they review all those anyway. So it wouldn't just be a last two-minute yeah. thing. I, so I, I will think- say that the fouls thing, I'm fine with challenging fouls. But the refs or whoever's making the decision on the foul call should not be allowed to watch the replay in slow motion. You should have to watch. You can watch, watch it, it in real motion. You can yeah. watch it fifty fucking times if you want. But if you have to slow it down to a fucking frame by frame to see if this guy's finger grazed his elbow, that's not a fucking foul. Yeah. You. you I think. I think. You, know, I think you can I'm miss big... it a different angle. You didn't see it. You didn't see his arm. But if you look at all the angles in real time, full speed, and you call the foul, fine. I am not okay yeah, with think, a slow motion foul. I think the big foul. benefit of it, or I would hope, like the majority of the overturns and the challenges should be on when the most egregious misses to me are when someone is clearly inside the circle and a you know they get the charge call. Yeah. That to me is the most frustrating. I mean, his foot's a, a foot inside, and he gets a charge. I mean, that literally cannot be anything but a block. That's that to me is is something that I think this could help fix. But I think it could also open up other, you know, like what is it? Does it have to be indisputable? Like now, now what are we what are we changing? Because you know, or you know, I, I wonder I if you can for that purpose. Because there's so many. I mean, so many fouls are like. You know, also, like, if they call the foul, they're, you know, they're obviously not going to want to reverse it. Yeah, bro, they already call enough fouls. James Harden shoots 65 fucking free throws a night. Like, they call way too many fouls in the game as it is. And they miss, they they miss, they call a lot of ticky-tack fouls and miss a lot of real fouls. Um, I would just rather there be less fouls in general. But I wonder, like, are they, are you going to be able to challenge traveling or carrying? You need a buck, you need a turnover. Uh, challenge, he carried. <laughs> Like okay, yeah, I, he he did every single dribble in the NBA is a carry practically. Yeah, I wonder if it like if it's only gonna be you're only gonna be able to challenge calls made. I think so because like you wouldn't be able it's because not you like, can't go back in time. It's, yeah, it's not like football where they'd be like, oh, oh he got fouled there. Because that, yeah, that, that that opens up. A, that's that's kind of what I was talking then about. Then it just stops like the if, pace if, of if play. If you miss a foul and... call, and then Kawhi Leonard goes up and makes a three pointer, and you know he really you know it was an offensive foul on him. What are you going to just take away the three points and like even though it was and re- rewind thirty seconds? No, you can't do that. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's so many details like that that I feel like aren't out. But like Dave is saying, we don't want as many fouls. I think we probably all agree with that for the most part. They'll probably have a quicker whistle now because you need to call it a whistle. You need to blow the whistle and stop the play in order for them to review it at all. Yeah, that's true. Right. So, I think it's dangerous. I think this is more dangerous than the uh, challenging of the pass interference in the NFL. Because yeah. we're we're already basically reviewing everything in the NFL. One more thing, the pass interference. You know, I, I don't necessarily agree with it. I get it, but this is like. This is like, I mean, this is just this could be the start of like something really. Yeah, bad. It's, it's a very slippery slope. I, for pass yeah. interference in the NFL, I think I, I'm hoping that's more of a timing thing, like who got there first. Like the dude gets leveled, and it's like it, the situation he that clearly, happens with the Saints. Like, yeah, he clearly got there early. Yeah, and that that's what I'm talking about. I don't think I hope the pass interference and. Same with the fouls. Like, I hope it doesn't turn into, oh, no, 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 no. His finger touched his shoulder pad right before. Like, that's yeah. bad. Like, no, we or, don't, or we don't he, need or that. He, or he hit him, uh, you know, one-tenth of a second before he got there. Like, no, you play on. Yeah. No, I agree it's yeah. a slippery slope, and we got we to gotta figure out what exactly is going on. But in, in totality, there's certainly got to be a way to mess up missed calls because I feel like – if we're not counting holding in football, I feel like, and balls and strikes in baseball, 
um, basketball on like regular rules misses the most calls. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and it's the, probably the hardest to referee on in those instances. So you know, I, I think there needs to be something done. But like we said, you know, there's it's a fine line. So let's see what the actual details are. Yeah, let's, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, switching gears real quick to wrap up things. I'll switch gears talk- with you any day, Tommy Buns. Hey, you're fucking banned. You're banned. Airwaves anymore, guy. That is offensive as shit. I cannot believe that you would just say that to me and play off me with some witty banter on. I'll live. play with you any day, Tommy. On a, on a debate show. Yeah. God how forbid. Dare you, sir? Um, how dare the MLB, sir? Because. How Vlad Guerrero can hit 91 home runs in the home run derby and not win is absurd. That is that's just that's straight robbery. I like the way it's set up now, but the man hit 91 home runs in three rounds. You know, I, I it's it's so tough for me. I mean, I mean, yeah, obviously, oh, like yeah, he, obviously the, he stole. Long. Obviously, no, he stole the night. He stole the show. He won like. He won the show, and Alonzo, obviously, yeah. Like, you know, he played it. Alonzo had three of the extra 30 seconds, and he didn't have to use any of them, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, that is great. But he had favorable matchups. He had the more favorable matchups, you know, which is, you know, you're putting more luck into it with that. The old way, you're going to get the better players, but it's just less engaging. Like, you know, it's everyone versus the field. It's like, all right. You know. I think they should do it kind of like the All-Star game. Like it, it, This way is a mix of both ways. You put four, four NL and four AL on each side. Fuck the the bracket matchup. I mean, it's still kind of a bracket, but you take four and four on each side, and you, you the top two winners go on to the next round. Top two Isn't that what they home. used to do? Or they used to just do the four best total? I think they just did the four best total, or the, okay, whatever it was. So I'm saying All split right, so up that- the AL and NL, do take, you know, Top two out of each side, the first that round. Makes sense. Yeah, that is a good mix. And then just do it again. Then obviously you're back to the you got you're down to four, and then it's back to the head to head. But it ensures that you don't. It ensures you get the the four best. Yeah, because Pete Alonso's first round was ass, and I was literally I was like very disappointed. I was like people are blaming the people are blaming the pit the, his pitcher, the, which was the cousin. He wasn't good, but still, Pete Alonso missed a lot in the first round that he could have hit. And I was like, this, uh, you know. Two out of three like, years, like, a rookie one. I'm like, I don't even believe he should have advanced. He had 14 and he had the extra 30 seconds, but all right, he would have had 17. Like. Who did, who's the guy from the Dodgers that? Jock Peterson. I, I love his. Yeah, Jock Peterson. Derby. Okay, yeah. He has such a home run derby swing. Oh, my God. Those two put on a show. That was insane, the semifinal. It really was. I mean, you're talking about triple overtime. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they had the 30-second, you know, over uh, overtime, whoever can hit the most. Uh, they so each got three swings. And then seconds. they got three swings each, had a tie, and then three swings each, and then eventually it was settled. That was crazy. That was so entertaining to watch. Yeah, I mean, it's – they'll uh, the Homer Derby isn't – for sure, the most entertaining it's been in since Griffey and Sosa were in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And and it it's the most exciting of any sports extracurricular uh, all star activities. Oh, for sure. It's does the best. The NBA been... does some cute things. The dunk contest is kind of. Eventually, too, with the dunk contest, you've pretty much seen all the dunks you're being able to to be done, and it just props at this point. So, I get it. But, you know, the NFL does a bunch of, you know, silly things with passing drills and, you know, they're cute, whatever. It's, but the home run derby is a staple, and that's something that it's never going to run, you know, as long as they don't ruin it with rules. That's something that's endless. Base, baseball is really just timeless. Like, it's just... Yeah. It I know. It, the, NBA, the NBA, they... they uh... Dunk contests and all of and the all-star game, I've said it before, just... First pre, first prize, five million bucks. Oh, now you want to do it? Now, like, now we're gonna get some people. You know what else they should do? They should also invite one, either make him the fourth guy or add a fifth guy. Invite, have a contest for the best YouTube dunker. 
to perform cool. in the dunk contest. That would be cool. <laughs> so have all, like get Jordan Kilgannon to come in and do all these crazy dunks against NBA players. And the best part is they'd get fucking wrecked. And that's a lot of the reason that why NBA players don't want to do it. Their egos are so big they don't want to lose. Like That's why LeBron did it. Or, or me never did it. He didn't want to lose in the dunk contest. He didn't want to lose to fucking Terrence Ross or Zach Levine. None of these guys yeah. want to, you know, like... Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Make it a $5 million thing. LeBron will fucking pop up out of his chair. I mean, maybe not now, but, you know, like guys like Giannis and all those... LeBron in a six-year would have. Yeah. Did Giannis do it this year? No, he no. did it. He did do it before. He did it like I'm thinking his second or third year. Right. Yes. Okay. That's what it was. That's what it was. Because I remember them talking about him doing it. I couldn't remember if it was this year. He or not. tweeted after like might do it next year, like yeah, last it, year after the after this past one. He should. But LeBron did that like five times and he never fucking sniffed it. So. That is also true. That's also like another reason that I just don't respect lebron about that like he just don't you don't you're not gonna do it don't don't say anything it's fine and like i'll be i'll be pissed at Giannis if he doesn't do it next year yeah he's too athletic not to do it he needs to did you guys see over the weekend any of the highlights from the uh ufc i saw you a guys... guy die in like four seconds yeah you saw the yeah. fucking flying knee that was insane dude how that... you know how tight i am if i paid a hundred dollars for that well, that wasn't the main event. That was just one of the fights. Okay. The main the main event went five rounds. Oh, okay. All right. Then I'm fine with that. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it, let's not act like that shit hasn't happened in a main event before. Oh, yeah. No, it's crazy. That one, though, was just fucked because the guy who got knocked out, Ben Askren, he was talking so much shit to the guy, Jorge Masvidal. And Jorge Masvidal is like Kimbo Slice. Like, he came up, like, brawling in, like, backyards in Miami. Oh, like, he, he literally was a backyard brawler and now is, like, same thing as Kimbo Slice, except he's better. And he – and not dead. And he – um Yo, I forgot he died. Yeah, RIP to the man. How did he, he die? I feel like it was, like – Like, heart failure yeah, or some disease. Yeah, yeah, it was something crazy. Um, But, yeah, he just came right out, ran across. That was the most insane thing I've ever seen. That's fantastic. Then the guy who beat uh, almost beat John Jones fucking lost a split decision, fought the last three rounds on a torn MCL, ACL, PCL, and meniscus. That's insane. Wild. So what, do, you think, do you think it affected him big time? Uh, it. I mean, you saw it happen, and like the in in between rounds, they like slow motioned on it, and you just saw like the entire. New- he just like tweak and like shift, and it was oh, it was disgusting. So he's done for a year, probably yeah. And he's I done. Mean, it's hard. It's hard to say no. It didn't affect him because he tore every yeah. ligament in his knee. But do you think if he didn't tear, do you think he would have won? I mean, he lost forty eight forty seven on two of the cards and won forty eight forty seven on one of them. And I mean, he was definitely being more aggressive before that. But I mean, he was still throwing kicks with it. Like, he was fucking, he was sending it the rest of the fight. So, was, I'm not a UFC guy. Um, I, I, I didn't catch this one. I don't know what I was doing, but I, I like to see them. So, John Bones Jones, he's always suspended for some reason, whatever. You know, but he always dominantly wins. Does this, like, he, you know, he could have lost this. Yeah. Is, this is he is, past his prime? Uh, no, he just doesn't take people seriously because he's never actually lost. So he like won't really like I don't know, he'll wanna That's like fair. he'll wanna like beat the person at whatever they're good at. So like and he doesn't take them usually too seriously. And then he like he's a wrestler, so like he didn't try to take down this guy once. But it also was because he probably underestimated his stand up and was like, Oh, if I come in at him, he's gonna catch me with a massive uppercut. And, like, it's going to be game over. Because this guy he was fighting is, like, one of the hardest-hitting people ever. He, it's insane. I mean, he has Thor's hammer tattooed on his chest. So. He better just, fucking back it up. Yeah, yeah. He, he he does. But that knockout was the big – was the highlight of, like, the year so far. That was – that was insane. Fastest knockout ever. 
And it was it was realistically more like two seconds. It just took the referee a few extra seconds to react. Crazy. But, you know, not really much going on. It's those days of the summer. We pretty much hit the big free agency talk. We talked about the MLB uh, All-Star break. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is D-Day, right? It's the one day of the year that there's no American yeah. professional sports on. Yeah, the ESPYs are on right now. I mean, we got, I mean, we got a, a barn burner of a summer league game tonight. It's the Knicks-Lakers, I believe. Oh, really? It's either Knicks-Lakers or Knicks-Clippers. I can't remember which one. Um, yeah. Oh, and don't don't all you idiots come at me with the fucking WNBA's on. WNBA is not. WNBA played a game at 11 a.m. this morning. What the hell are they doing? Are we going to brunch and basketball? No wonder they're not selling tickets. I mean, not, granted, not many people are going to go, but 11 a.m.? It's yeah. a Wednesday. People work. People do. You know what I'm doing on a Wednesday at 11 a.m.? Literally anything else. <laughs> Literally anything else. Like, either you're at work or you're eating, you know, eating food or not at a WNBA game. They used like, to try and, They like, used to try and compass tickets at Mohegan Sun for Connecticut Sun games and be like, nah, we're good. Like, we'll take anything else on a comp. You got drinks? Great. <laughs> you yeah. Peanuts? Do you have peanuts? We'll yeah. take the peanuts. Yeah, whatever you got. But, so, there's one guy that I've had an eye, my eye on in Summer League who is absolutely tearing it up, and that is Miami Heat's Tyler Hero, or as of now, from Kentucky. This kid is absolutely, I don't know if you guys have seen him. He's He's scoring, he's passing, he's doing it all. I don't want to give him up for us. Yeah, especially I, 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 I loved Hero um, coming out of the draft. You know, you know what? I'm gonna make like a I don't know if it's a maybe I don't know comparison, but similar to where they. I, I think this guy went a little bit earlier, and it's a little bit of a stretch of right now, but they're both like a one-ish, two-ish combo. What if he turns into a little bit of like a Devin Booker? I was just going to say that he's already drawing Ooh. Devin Booker comparisons. Right? People are already starting not, to talk not about a it. One, not maybe can play a one, two. I mean, Booker, where did he go? Maybe eighth or ninth a little earlier? But no, Hero hey, went same. I, uh, Booker went 13th. Booker went 13th, even better. Hero, you know, what, was he 13th as well? Yeah. 13th as well, both from Kentucky. I mean, people don't like him because he doesn't have long arms. Like, all right, like it is weird that his it is his arms are three inches shorter than his height. Yeah, it's weird, but I mean, he's clearly made it work. Like that guy carried them in the in the in the NCAA tournament. No, he did. He was he was there. Like best no player. one knew who he was. Like no one knew who he was because PJ Washington was out, and this guy just balled out. Was making big three after big shot. I never like, I never understood the hype around PJ Washington. Like, cool. He was like Perry Ellis to me. Like great, he doesn't does uh, things well. He's not. Did you not, say Perry Ellis? Yeah, that's who PJ Washington was to me, and I think that's what he's going to be in the NBA. I thought that was the biggest reach of the entire first round. Perry Ellis at twelve to Charlotte. I thought they were idiots not to take Hero. I would have taken yeah, Nasir Little at twelve over over PJ Washington. But oh wow, this just in. Sorry to interrupt you, but. Tyler Hero, this happened like very recently. Tyler Hero has been signed, so that very much decreases his chances of. I mean, he won't be traded now. Yeah, right? have to wait. He, he won't be in the Westbrook trade. They, right? Uh, you have to wait. I think you can still trade him. It's either thirty or sixty days. So there's still time. But I, I thought, I thought the whole, the whole thing of it was they weren't signing him because of. Him not being able to be traded until December thirtieth, thirteenth. Uh, I don't know. I I just remember when when the Knicks were talking about um, trading, like when the Knicks were still in the AD talk, it, they were talking about how they would have to wait a month before they could trade like whoever they got in the draft. So at this time next week, do we think Russell Westbrook will be on the Thunder? Uh, no. Yeah, it's a tough one, but, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think they're going to get something done this week. Like, by, like, I bet you, like, Thursday or Friday, so tomorrow or Friday, 
the Heat just don't have a lot of like the Thunder are clearly going after draft capital like and young talent. The Heat like yeah you could make it work, but like the Heat no matter what they do they need a third or a fourth team involved because they can't make it work financially. They don't have the they don't have the the contracts that are tradable to right, to, to meet true. the forty million dollars. You know. Well, they have Drogic. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't even get you halfway there. Yeah, what is he? He's eighteen or nineteen. I mean, that's they have him. They have Olenek. So you're at they, thirty, they, but like, you know, they get all, is Olenek expiring or does he have? He has one more year. He has one more year. So he isn't expiring, or he has this year and another. Yeah, this year and another. I think this year and another. Okay. I mean, no. He, I mean, yeah. Olenek's making like thirteen million a year, and then Drogic's, I think, like eighteen million a year. So I mean, you know. They could do it, and then Winslow. Win. I mean, Winslow would hundred percent be in the deal. Yeah, yeah. And I like and Winslow as I, a player. I just read they're reluctant to trade Bam and Tyler, and I would be too. And I can't imagine the Thunder doing it without at least one of them. Yeah, I think they'll get rid of Bam before they get rid of Hero. I think so too. I mean, Bam. I mean, he's he's played two years. He's been good on a permanent basis. Whiteside's gone, so I want to see him without Whiteside. But at the same time. He's not a super. He doesn't have superstar star written on him. No, obviously not superstar. He doesn't have star written on him. Um, he's not. He, he's not. You know, his game. He can't hit an outside jumper. Really, it's that's really prototypical. Big man has to be able to hit an outside three or eighteen footer, and he doesn't really do that. So, I want to yeah. keep him, but is what it is. Yeah, you can't fucking get attached to any player these days. At this rate. No, you really can't. I'd even say Kevin Durant, right? Yeah. Not even Kevin Durant. That fucking bum. (laughs) Is he a snake? snake? No. I mean, I just, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him. He's going to play with the B squad. They got a two-year window. Like, I I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I didn't want those guys, but let's look at the facts. Like, they got got a two-year window to win titles, and... Don't they have a three-year window? Isn't his deal four years? Well, it's a three and one now, um, and I'm I'm saying they're not. I'm giving. I'm not giving him his first year back to be. A, yeah, no, a I, title I, yeah, contender. No, I knew it was, it's a four year deal, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was a three and one. It's a three and one. They just announced they're today. It's a three, three and one. one right? Is Kawhi? I I wasn't. I didn't see if Kyrie was or not, but I know Durant is. Um, yeah, I think Kyrie might be too. I mean, yeah, they're like, probably both you know, the same thing. You can you can argue this or that that. You know, Caris, the Nets supporting cast is better than the Knicks, but like, that's not a championship supporting cast. It, it, that's not a championship supporting cast with Durant and Kyrie healthy as a uh, an ox. Well, we probably wouldn't have said the same with Toronto going to this year either. And then they they made a trade. You know, they made some trades. They got that's different though. Toronto won sixty games the year before. They were the one seed, like, and they 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 got noticeably better on paper. So I mean. You could say the only real argument against Toronto was they're Toronto and they choke every year in the playoffs. But yeah, but I mean, I still, I mean, Jared Allen, he hasn't hit a ceiling yet. Spencer Dinwiddie, I'm not sure if he has. He's yeah, I'm up and coming. Spencer Dinwiddie has hit a ceiling. I'm not saying he won't be that player, but he's he's no, hit a ceiling. No, I'm saying I'm, from a points uh, scoring basis, yeah. But I'm saying him on your him on your bench, he can do special things off your bench. Then Karis Levert, he definitely he just started getting going and then he got hurt last year he really could be a very he's a very talented player in my opinion sure but well i mean next year what are they at best the fifth seed at best oh not at best i mean i think they're anywhere they got they they they, they're a worse version of last year's celtics i think they're anywhere from a three to a five toronto i mean i mean i mean the pace i mean it's obviously the first two and then the three three four Five, you have the Celtics, Pacers, and Nets in there, and maybe Raptors. And Raptors. I'm not. I'm not ready to say they're better than the Pacers or the Celtics. I I could. I could get my. I could wrap my head around the the Pacers. The the Raptors. I mean, the 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 Pacers really have never been too great with Oladipo. Honestly, they were three seed before before he got hurt. That was like what was it like eighteen games in, and no, it was like forty fifty games in the season. He got, hurt, got he got hurt around the All Star break or right after the All Star break. It was a good chunk into the season. 
Yeah, but they weren't. They were. They, weren't they were a three seed, like late, like in the spring. And they finished as a five seed. Yeah, but they they were like a half a game, or a game behind. It was like the last day of the season they lost and became the five seed. Yeah, so they they really didn't regress much without him. That's what I'm saying. Is I'm saying his impact on. I mean, he's a very good player. I obviously he's very good, but I don't. Well, they certainly upgraded their point guard as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they upgraded the point guard. They did. I but, just you know they they well, they play the Pacers. Oh, the Pacers. Okay, yeah. They play both ends of the floor. McMillan's a great coach. Oladipo, you know, you have to assume he comes back healthy. It wasn't a devastating injury. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see I don't the, I, I the scare see with Brooklyn. Everyone's... I see Bogdanovich as a huge loss for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I just think, I don't. I, he is. I agree. But... He is. My point is that I don't see people are ready to crown Brooklyn, I and I, I don't see it. No, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not either. I mean, I, th- I think. I think at best they're three-ish, four-ish at best. I think no worse than a six. Yeah, I yeah. I'm, if I'm I if I did make my guess, I'd probably say five. I'd probably say five. I wouldn't put them at the, at ceiling at five, but I think I think they're probably the five seed. I think them and the Celtics are at the same type of level. Yeah, I think so too. Celtics this year and the Nets, I think, are going to be very very close. Raptors, I think, are right there. Pacers, you're right, are probably a little bit above them. I don't, I, but I really, I, I think the margin of error is so slim with those three, three or four teams. I really, I don't, I don't hate the Celtics this year. I don't think they got that much worse. I really don't. I love Kemba in, in uh, Boston. Cantor, Cantor, yeah, and Horford, but, that's a big downgrade. Yeah, and that's, that's true. And, and lost Baines and Morris too. Baines and Morris, that's fair. Too, good points. I'm also expecting a, a legitimate upgrade in Gordon Hayward's department. And yes, yes. Yes, no, yes. I, we we, I, we all are for sure. I mean, and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum as well, because those guys did not have good seasons last year. They did not progress. Those guys no, have. I, this is a big proving year for both of those guys. Yeah. If they have, if Tatum puts up another year of thirteen and five, there's no more Tatum's on his way to being a star. There's Tatum's on his way to being a rotation player. He's yeah. traded. He's traded. Yeah. Well, to, for what they could have traded them for Anthony Davis. They, no, now you're going to trade I'm him for fucking Marcus Morris. Like, <laughs> what are we trading him for, you know? You getting him at the 15th pick in a draft for him? If he puts up another 12 to 15 point season? Like, I mean, the, the, that's what he does best. He scores. And if he ain't scoring, what are we going to do? You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. What? That's going to be it, guys. We got plenty of weeks to debate all <laughs> Yeah, we um, could sit here for hours. We, so we got we got so many hours to fill the rest of the summer before football is back. It's not even funny. But next week will be good. We'll talk probably be able to talk some uh, MLB trade deadline stuff. It's going to be getting closer to that. We got Teams college football five weeks too. Let's not forget yeah. about that. Yeah, we've got we've got a yeah. ton of stuff coming up. But that's going to do it for this week. We'll see you next week. As always, follow us on all the socials. We'll see you then.